How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 10 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am noted baseball fan Jason Burke, and uh, we made it to double digits, you guys, so that's pretty exciting. I've uh, got uh, spring training starting next week, or pitchers and catchers released, and then, uh, yeah, so we're going to be here every day starting next week. Get excited, subscribe, find us on Twitter, at Locked On A's, me personally, by Jason B. Do all that stuff. It's going to be daily. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a great time. We've got some ideas. But uh, today, we're going to be talking about the best A's player in franchise history. So, uh, yeah, before I get into that, though, uh, next week, we'll probably get into some of the uh, Pakoda projections that have been dropping. Uh, obviously, pitchers and catchers are reporting, so we're going to be talking about who is in the best shape of their damn lives. And then, uh, you know, whatever else comes up. Uh, maybe Mookie Betts actually finally gets traded. And we can talk about that some more. I don't know. Um, if you want more Mookie Betts news and how, you know, the A's would have done that, that's in the previous podcast, episode 9. They did it all for the Mookie. But today we're talking about the best A's player in franchise history. So if you had to guess, who do you think it would be? I mean, the likely response is Ricky Anderson, right? But uh, while he's the best Oakland athletic of all time, I went on baseball reference, and according to war measurements... Eddie Plank is actually uh, a little bit better. He earned five more wins above replacement than Ricky Henderson. So uh, we're talking about Eddie Plank today. Uh, now you may be asking yourself, who the hell is Eddie Plank? Uh, didn't he play for a couple of seasons in the early 80s? And, uh, you know, you'd be close. It, not quite, but, you know, close. That was actually Eric Plunk, and he was unspectacular. He was also mentioned in the last episode. He was traded for Ricky Henderson. So, hey, full circle. Everybody's involved. I said that they'd be uh, mentioned in this podcast, and there they were. So that's uh, Eddie Plank and Ricky Henderson back again. But uh, I'm not going to waste any time today talking about, you know, those two guys. Those jabronis. Hey, Ricky Henderson's not a jabroni. He's arguably the greatest of all time. But uh, I don't want to, you know, try and make a case for Plank over Ricky today, because none of us actually saw Eddie Plank play. But... I did find that little tidbit interesting and wanted to share some stats and stories about the Philadelphia lefty that started his career with the A's in 1901 and was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1946 by the Old Timers Committee. Eddie Plank got his uh, start pitching for Gettysburg College uh, when he was asked to pitch for Gettysburg College. He had never played baseball before, and uh, he actually never attended the institution. Uh, Frank Foreman, he was the pitching coach and for the Gettysburg College, and he is the one that asked him to play for the team. And after Eddie Plank's gig in the Virginia League fell through, by which I mean the league folded before he could pitch, uh, Foreman suggested that uh, Plank pitch for legendary A's manager Connie Mack, who later signed him. Okay, so actually Connie Mack wasn't necessarily legendary by this point. Uh, in 1901, which is the same year that Eddie Plank debuted, it was... Uh, Connie Mack's first of 50 seasons with the A's. Plank, or Gettysburg Eddie as he was apparently called, never won a Cy Young, mostly because Cy Young was still playing and the award with his name attached wouldn't be handed out for the first time until 1956, when Brooklyn Dodgers starter Don Newcomb took home the honor. Uh, in the last game of Plank's career in 1917, when he was a member of the St. Louis Browns and aged 41 years, he was 41 is what I'm going for there, so in that start, he tossed 10 and one-third innings. Uh, he allowed one earned run and received the loss. 
he was bested by a 29-year-old Walter Johnson. And in true A's fashion, he was actually traded at some point in his career, sort of. Um, he was traded to the New York Yankees after he had announced his retirement. And, uh, you know, that makes him like an all-time great A, I think. If you get traded to the Yankees, you are one of the best Oakland A's of all time. So that's why he's on this list, obviously. Um, so, rhetorical question, you do not have to answer out loud, but did Plank pitch exclusively during the dead ball era? Absolutely! See, I answered it for you. There you go. Uh, a lot of his stats, like his 326 career wins, which is the third most all-time by a Southpaw, and 362 complete games, which is the most all-time uh, by a left-handed pitcher, uh, they're due to the era that he pitched in. Uh, guys don't throw that many innings anymore, so it's fair to say that he would be considered a beneficiary of accrued stats over a lengthy period of time compared to someone more modern like Ricky Henderson. Blank's 14 season with the Philadelphia A's gave him plenty of opportunities to cement his name atop the franchise leaderboards. <laughs> I sound like an old-timey announcer. Uh, <laughs> uh, other pitchers of a similar era, including teammates Chief Bender and Rube Waddell, were arguably better at their craft, but didn't accumulate nearly as many innings. Waddell and Plank are 1-2 in ERA by left-handers all-time, and they were teammates. How crazy is that friggin' rotation? Oh my god, I'm gonna talk about them in a future episode. I'm making a mental note right now, but I think that that's, I mean... Those, we'll get into, you know, what they did, which is win a bunch of World Series. But uh, that's in like a couple of paragraphs. Here we go. I'm going to keep going. Um, back to the third member of this rotation, Chief Bender. He played uh, 12 seasons with Connie Max A's before being released by the A's in 1914, while Rube Waddell pitched six seasons for Philadelphia and died at the age of 37 due to pneumonia, because that's still something that people died of. It feels like I'm knocking playing just a little bit, so or, you know, people that died of pneumonia. Um, but I just wanted to give you guys some of the company that he was in over the course of his career from 1901 to 1917. So this is only during those years. But uh, the Fangraphs award leaderboard goes Christy Mathewson, Walter Johnson, and then Eddie Plank. Right behind him is Cy Young, who pitched for about a decade or so before Plank debuted. So the timeline doesn't quite match up, but you get the gist of the company that he was keeping uh, in the time that he was playing, and that is one heck of a list to be near the top of. His best season was in 1905, and that saw him rack up 5.7 wins above replacement, which is equal to uh, Steven Strasburg's 2019. So a pretty damn good pitcher is, you know, it's his best year, but still, pretty good year right there. And for most of his career, Plank would have put up between like four and five win seasons, but uh, be outdone by a handful of guys like Cy Young, Walter Johnson, Christy Mathewson, or teammates Chief Bender and Rube Waddell. So you have a bunch of nobodies. I'm, I'm joking. These are Hall of Fame guys that are really friggin' good. So he's keeping elite company, obviously. Um, he never finished with the most war in any given season, but five times he placed in the top five in war. So he was consistently pretty solid, and you could see why he is atop the franchise leaderboard in war all time. So there's that. Uh, we're going to get into some of the World Series stuff, but first got to read you guys a little bit about ads. So give me one second, and I'm going to pull that up, and we're going to take a little break. Jump cut, I'm back at a totally different volume and intensity. If you've been a listener to this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all of the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans, but you may not know that Locked On A's is a great way for your local business to reach passionate, passionate A's fans just like you. 
Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with A's fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Locked On uh, Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word ADVERTISING to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve Locked On Advertising success. Once again, text the word ADVERTISING to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. Okay, I'm back in my soothing volume. Let's talk about some championships. Uh, the Philadelphia A's won the World Series in 1910, but Eddie Plank missed that one due to injury. Uh, they also won in 1911 and 1913 and lost in the 1914 World Series to the Boston Braves. Uh, in seven career World Series games, Plank tallied 54 and two-thirds innings, which is an insane amount of innings for seven games, but, you know, whatever. Um, and he had a 1.32 ERA. He went two and five. Two of those losses came in 1905 when the New York Giants defeated the A's in five games. But, you know, still, that's the dead ball era for you. He had a 1.32 ERA and went 2-5. and five. Uh, So, after, you know, he retired in 1917, uh, he spent his retirement farming, operating a Buick shop, and leading tours of the Gettysburg Battlefield. He suffered a stroke in 1926 and died two days later at the age of 50. Plank was remembered very fondly by former teammate Eddie Collins in 1943 when he said he was the greatest pitcher in baseball. Not the fastest, not the trickiest, and not the possessor of the most stuff, but just the greatest. And I think that that's really cool that, you know, almost 20 years later, he has former teammates who he won championships with being like, no, he was friggin' great. He wasn't Walter Johnson, but he was still better than Walter Johnson. So that's pretty cool. Um, And then... There's a poem that came out in 1949 called Line Up for Yesterday, where the letter, where each letter of the alphabet corresponds to a player with that letter. So R is for Ruth, C is for Ty Cobb, G is for Lou Gehrig, and P is for Plank. Um, and just having Plank mentioned among that caliber of player tells you that he was for damn sure one of the greatest of the era. So... Maybe he wasn't better than Ricky Henderson. That's our opinion. That could be somebody else's opinion. But uh, Eddie Plank was a pretty damn good baseball player. And maybe he actually deserves to be the greatest of all time. All right, so i got to tie up one more loose end here. Uh, and that is, why was he called Gettysburg Eddie? And uh, I'm going to shine some light on this mystery. It's because he was born in Gettysburg. Case closed. People were super creative back then, and that's probably why they were still dying of pneumonia. Well, that's it for this episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, go out there, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at LockedOnAs or me personally at ByJasonB. Go out there, celebrate good times, Oakland. I will talk with you guys next week and stay out of my mentions, pneumonia.